Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, fromthefarm.com. These farmers are amazing. It's a, it's, it's a family. They're, they're here in Missouri, and they have the desire, just like I do, to see people well and to see people healthy, and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass-finished, grass-fed, meaning that's it, uh, a beef, and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs, they have chickens, and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving, and if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, but if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, or quality eggs, chicken, Turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. Uh, 
to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm. Uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. Fedfromthefarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here this Sunday. Glad to be back uh, in the office here with John, and he's kind of my new partner on the what was once a radio show, now turned into a weekly podcast. I'm excited that him and I get to do it together. I know that um, I've been doing the radio show for over six years now, and I have a lot to talk about every week, and, and I try to almost, to some extent, summarize what I go through with my clients throughout the week and just the different types of experiences I feel that people are having. I just try to put as much information out there to try to help people as much as I can. And now that we can do it in the podcast, I can kind of filter in as many guests or as many other you know opinions as I'd like. And I really like the idea of being able to have John in on it uh, as much as we can on a regular basis because of all that he's gone through and just all that he does. He was a client of mine. I helped him to lose 100 pounds. He's, of course, my fiance. Uh, and then we own Integrity Training Systems together. He is a personal trainer here. So thank you for being part of it, John. I really appreciate you spending Sunday oh, with me. Oh, of course. My pleasure. <laughs> we just left Whole Foods, and they reorganized Whole Foods. And they're actually in the middle of reorganizing Whole Foods. So we're late. And uh, so anyways, it was just sort of an interesting mm-hmm. Sunday. And we actually saw some clients there. And we were all kind of walking around like, ah, because we couldn't find anything. What, what, uh, what were we like again? <laughs> we were like that. <laughs> we really couldn't find anything. So we made it through that process. For those of you um, that appreciate these broadcasts, I want you to understand that they're made possible by our sponsors. And one of our sponsors is O'Fallon Nutrition. This is a company that I believe in and have for many, many years. They're independently owned and operated and have been for over 15 years now. Dave is one of our clients. He personal trains with both John and personal trains with Mike Stout. Uh, He's been working with us uh, with our business and the way we do business for a while now. And we've been sending people to him for probably every bit of the 15 years that he's been open. The unique thing about O'Fallon Nutrition is that you don't have to drive all the way out to Whole Foods to get things. Uh, If you need your vitamins, you need your minerals, you need your electrolytes, O'Fallon Nutrition has it. They're the one-stop shop for whole health nutrition, especially when it comes to supplements. Uh, If you need your protein powder, I don't care if you're an athlete, I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom, I don't care if you're vegan, they have the option. Um, If you need deodorant, if you need skincare, Uh, Whatever it is that you need to be able to stay as clean and as healthy as possible, O'Fallon Nutrition is going to have it. Essential oils. But then they go into like a whole other uh, area where you can get grass-fed beef. You could get what would be considered a clean energy drink. Uh, You can get bone broth. You can get marinara sauce. You can get barbecue sauce. You can get chocolate chips. There's a lot of different options. If you live in St. Charles County, by all means, you should go to O'Fallon Nutrition. If you don't, you should still make the drive. Even when I was a personal trainer at Powerhouse, all the way down in Shrewsbury, I sent people out to O'Fallon Nutrition. They're sticklers about quality. So when you get a supplement, you're not getting filler ingredients in those supplements. These are good quality products. You can trust that the people behind the counter know what they're doing. They know what they're saying. They were not sold a line to be able to try to sell you a product. They believe in the products that they sell because it's a high quality product. If you have not visited O'Fallon Nutrition, they are located at Highway K and Mexico Road, right there at the corner, right? Uh, Quick Trip was over here, Car Wash is over here, they're right behind it. Please take the time to make the trip to O'Fallon Nutrition. You can look them up at O'FallonNutrition.com, look them up on Facebook. Uh, You can give them a call with questions if they have specific products, as well as for my folks that listen by podcast on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts, um, I want you to know that they do deliver and they do not charge a delivery fee um, if it's over $50. So give them a call and ask them if maybe whatever product that you're used to getting can be delivered to wherever you're located. I have several clients from all over the country. The phone number is 636-240-5283 and that's O'Fallon Nutrition. So today, John, I want to talk about something that um, I'm just hot about. Like I get kind of... Me? I get... (laughs) 
<laughs> I get kind yeah, of um, I get kind word. of pumped up about certain things, or I don't know if pumped up is really the right word, but I get I fired get up. Fired up, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and this is something that coming off of Easter, uh, I just heard on a regular basis. So this was not one person that said this. This was like 10 people that said oh, this. Oh, it was more than 10. I'm sure I heard right. the same thing if I know where you're going. Right. And so um, I want to talk a little bit about moderation. I want to talk about um, balance. You know, all of these words that I hear people speak on and um, where I hear people speaking out about demonizing food and that there should never be guilt about eating food and you should never feel any form of guilt when you eat certain foods. Mm-hmm. So I really want to talk about this. And you may or may not uh, share in the same opinion as me, but one thing I can tell you is that this is by all means my opinion. And if you work with me, it's always going to be my opinion. So I'm going to kind of lay it out there. And then I'd like to just kind of get John's take on it as well, coming from someone who's lost 100 pounds, who's also gone through my nutrition program. You know, he may not 100% agree with me on all of this. I don't really know. It's not like we pre-discussed it to try to figure out if we were on the same page. We actually really don't get to talk that much anymore at all. Right. <laughs> you know, we talked more before we worked together. So. Right, right. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the case. We just went to lunch and talked the whole entire time. But either that's way, um, we didn't talk about this. And the way I've always been with the radio show is I've really never pre-prepared with a guest uh, because I wanted that. If Roger's opinion was polar opposite of mine, I wanted you guys to hear that. I wanted you guys to be able to get that. I'm not just looking to try to sell people on what, the way I believe. I'm just trying to provide you with a secondary source or a different opinion. So what I heard a lot this week was, uh, well, it was Easter. And I said, okay, we were kind of thinking that you know, we would be prepared for Easter. We went into Easter kind of knowing that you would probably be okay because you could make this decision, that decision, this decision, that decision. So where did where did things go wrong? Well, I really didn't do that bad, okay? I never really like to hear that. If you have to put that, that in right, front of bad, it's, it's really, probably not right. okay. It's, it probably didn't go. We'll just say I didn't do good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really didn't do that bad. Okay, well, what did you have? Well, I had some uh, ham. Okay, so start with ham, and then I had green bean casserole, Right. and then I had the hash brown casserole. Right, most people's Easter staples. Right, just like a spoonful, though. I only had a spoonful. Oh, yeah. Right, so, okay, so then we're kind of like, oh, okay, that's fine, you know, no, okay, that's, that's how Easter went, and then I just sit back and listen to everything else that they're going to tell me. So... The expectation that it is okay to moderately consume different types of foods that are filled with poison or maybe even the misunderstanding that some of those foods really are not that bad for you or that are not filled yeah, with poison. Yeah, it's almost like an ignorance to it, a lack right. of understanding. Right, so I just want to talk about that just a little bit. The first thing I want to talk about is green bean casserole, just simply because it is such a common thing, and I honestly cannot even count how many people told me they had green bean casserole. And I will week. admit that I'm not a nutrition expert, but I can tell you right now that this isn't good for you because it has green beans in it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, so I don't know where this whole conversation is going to go, but we're going to go there, right? So green bean casserole is really just a combination of green beans, whether they would be frozen and thawed or canned, how whatever your choice would be. Uh, Campbell's cream of mushroom soup, because there's really not a lot of other cream of mushroom <clears throat> soups available. And then French's fried onions. So that's usually what a green bean casserole is going to consist of. So I just want to give you a couple things. First thing would be Campbell's uh, mushroom soup. Just so you know, these are the ingredients. Water, mushrooms, vegetable oil, corn oil, canola oil, and soybean oil. So there's a combination of vegetable oil, corn oil, canola oil, and soybean oil in this soup. Modified food starch, wheat flour, contains less than 2% of cream, which you would think it would be that it's a cream product, you would actually think that it would contain a little bit more cream, um, but unfortunately it doesn't. Uh, Soy protein concentrate, monosodium glutamate, yeast extract, and um, garlic. So I just want to point out that the cream of mushroom soup has vegetable oil, corn oil, canola oil, and soybean oil. All of those are highly inflammatory oils. They really will will cause a major inflammatory response in your body. They're going to cause a histamine response in your body. These are bad, bad oils for you to consume. 
joint pain will come from it. Gut pain can come from it. Headaches could come from it. But the worst thing is that this soup contains MSG in it. So that green bean casserole is a migraine waiting to happen for someone. And you might think it was the sugar that you had or it was the cookies that you had, but it could have started with the green bean casserole that you had. So it has MSG in it. It is not gluten-free because it has the wheat in there. Um, it has soy in there. This is just a combination of a lot of garbage in this. And this is your base for your green bean casserole. Um, then on top of it, the French's fried onions are onions, palm oil, wheat flour, salt, and dextrose. So sugar, wheat, and then a bad oil. So this is what you're having with the green bean casserole. A lot of times people will take that green bean casserole versus mashed potatoes because they think that they're making a better decision. Right. I'm not going to tell you one is definitely better than the other because mashed potatoes are not necessarily good for you either. However, this is a combination of chemicals just waiting to cause you health issues. Health issues that could last the entire week, okay? Now, a hash brown casserole that would consist of bacon and mayonnaise and cheese. Just two things I wanna throw out there, just bacon. Bacon is cured with water, salt, sugar, sodium phosphate, sodium azorbate, and sodium nitrate. So these are all things that it's cured with. This is what causes headaches. This is what causes joint pain. This is what causes migraine headaches. This is what causes people's skin to start to flare up. I mean, it's it, it's none of it's any good for that you. That would be without them specifically looking for one that's not, correct? And correct, most, And yes. most people don't. Most people are going to grab, bacon. yeah, okay. And this is the Hunter brand bacon, right. which is somewhat standard. Uh, yeah. Okay, and then soybean oil, water, vinegar, sugar, modified cornstarch, egg yolks, salt, natural flavor, and some spices is going to be what's going to be in your mayonnaise. Okay, That's now I didn't even so good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even bring in like the shredded cheese, which has all of the funky ingredients because it's not really even real food nowadays. So if we coupled the casserole with the potatoes and the casserole with the green beans. We are just getting ourselves a bank full of chemicals and, and curing, and we are asking to end up having health issues for the next couple of days. It's going to throw your brain off. It's going to throw your gut off. It's going to throw your joints off. It's going to throw your skin off, all from two things that well, I guarantee people didn't realize they were eating bad. you also started with ham, which is sure. a staple of Easter, and right. usually ham is the same way. It's one of the most injected Sugared, meats out there, right? Right, right. It's, it's cured, um, it's sugared. Now, here's my suggestion. Number one, roast up some green beans, saute some mushrooms, throw a little bit of onion in with it, mix it all together, put some garlic in there, season it up, have your, have your green beans that way. Don't have them with deep fried onion rings on top and a bunch of chemical soup inside of it, right? That would be my first suggestion. However, if you insist on having green bean casserole, you can make that soup with coconut cream, coconut milk, all of the different seasonings that you would like to. Um, if you wanted to make that hash brown casserole, you could make it with uncured, no sugar added bacon. There's bacon out there that doesn't have all the curing. They right. even sell it at Deerbrook's now. You don't have to just drive to Whole Foods for it. Fresh Time sells it. There's a lot of options to not get all those bad ingredients in there. Um, you, you could use the avocado mayo. You could use a spicy avocado mayo, you know, and then there's nothing in there that you couldn't have and kind of make your hash brown casserole that way. If you wanted to do fried onion rings, you could chop up your onions, roll them in some egg white, and then roll them around in some almond flour that you seasoned up with like a garlic powder and onion powder and cayenne pepper that you season really good, and then throw all those onions on a sheet cake pan and bake them until they get crispy and then throw those on top of your green beans that you made with coconut cream, coconut milk, mushrooms. You don't have any guilt from that meal. You don't have a headache from that meal. You don't have joint aches from that meal. You don't have a stomach ache from that meal. But what happens is we don't have time to figure mm -hmm. that meal out. We don't know about that until Debbie just mentioned it, right? Like we've got the people out there that don't have a Debbie that they can call and ask those questions. Understanding how to feel better is, is, is hard. It's not easy to get the answers to these types of questions. Right. We spend a lot of time doing the research, finding this information. Right. 
you know so realizing that just those two items that you had the green bean casserole and the hash brown casserole they actually could have been done a little bit better to not have the ham cured to be able to run by bandanas and get some smoked turkey some smoked brisket or some pulled chicken those are options to just do something other than ham if you're going to someone's house and you know ham is the only thing that they're having get yourself a platter run by and get all those smoked meats and make a really attractive platter bring the platter with you if you know that they are only going to have green bean casserole and hash brown casserole brussels sprouts and onions green beans um, cauliflower throw it all in a sheet cake pan and roast it all together bring a beautiful platter of roasted vegetables then when you go to that person's house you have something that you can eat instead of something just packed full of chemicals. Well, I want to talk about the psychology just a little bit, which I'm going to talk a lot about later. But, you know, you talk about not feeling well because you had a green bean casserole or you had, what was the other one? Hash brown casserole. Hash brown casserole. So if you're someone who's trying to lose weight or just get healthy in general and you think, oh, I'm doing the healthiest thing that I can do here and I'm having hash brown casserole, green bean casserole, and then you end up not feeling well, but at the same time, you're struggling because you want the apple pie and you want the ice cream. You almost could have just had the apple pie and the ice cream because you're going to end up not feeling well. And then you're putting yourself out still psychologically on something that you do want to consume because you thought you were making a better choice. And I guess my point is, it's just kind of sad that people think they're making a healthy choice when in all reality, they're kind of damaging their process and they could have just had this thing they're craving and potentially beaten back a craving for a little while rather than what they had to experience off of something like that. I, I want to ultimately, the point I want to ultimately get across is balance and moderation to me are the most aggravating words that there is. Right. However, I love having John here because I didn't have to lose 100 pounds. I have honestly been strict and disciplined, I think, since the womb. You know, I was just born you like that. You probably told your mom how to eat before you were right? born. Right, I was just born like that. I ate what my parents told me to eat. We always had fresh vegetables. I always wanted to eat <coughs> vegetables. I didn't complain as a kid. So I am a unique person. So I don't anticipate that everyone will be like me, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to inspire and motivate people to understand right. discipline is different than moderation and balance right there's there's this sort of like this concept that we should produce moderation for poison there should be room for poison in our diet you know uh, once a week i should be allowed an off meal um, maybe that's the case maybe you should be able to have more calories one day a week maybe your body allows that but why bring the poison in when you could make it without poison why why have the apple pie the way that you're having it when you buy it from hostess when you could go home and saute those apples you could throw stevia in with those apples you could get a crumble with your oatmeal and your protein powder crunch it all up in the oven throw it on top there you have options to not poison yourself and when you moderately poison yourself you're moderately creating disease in your body so even if you're dealing with depression, anxiety, uh, attention deficit, guess what? Those foods with the poison once a week, they're prompting you to continue to have a response all week long. If you're dealing with joint pain, gut issues, skin issues, that little bit of poison is enough to create a histamine response that prompts you to continually have a response all week long and to never really get off the anti-inflammatory, the antacid, uh, the Prevacid that you've taken for years or the skin cream that you have to use for years. We see it with our daughter. She has eczema and when she spends a week with us, the eczema goes away because we don't really consume sugar at our house. However, when Easter comes, and we, we, we had her birthday and the beginning of our week, she starts eating sugar and she had been eating sugar leading up to it by, by Saturday night. She didn't just have the eczema on her feet. She had it on her stomach and she had it on her legs. Sugar feeds it. But when we stay away from sugar, we're okay. But we've got so many different options for her to eat. And she doesn't feel like she's being deprived. Right. All my baked goods at the, you know, Sophie's Protein Bakery she can eat. We go to Whole Foods and come up with different alternatives. I, John, 
personally do not believe in moderation of poison. I believe it poisons a person and when they're dealing with significant health issues and consistent health issues, they're continually asking for those to stay afloat or for those to, they, they, never, they never run the chance that they could actually go away because they're moderately poisoning themselves. I really like to base it around the psychology because I, I think that people don't want to see it as poison. I also think that there are people that don't believe it's poison. Um, I fall into a category of probably not wanting to see it as that. I used to be able to eat whatever I want, thought I felt fine, and then had this moment when I had my heart issue prior to coming to meet you when I needed to lose 100 pounds where it kind of woke my eyes up and made me realize I wasn't doing okay. Um, after losing the hundred pounds though, somewhere along the line, as you know, I obviously got to the point where I let myself have one day a week where I have quote unquote cheat foods. But what I think is important for people to realize is the foods that I have, I have built, um, a list. I have comprised and compiled something that works for how I feel and satisfies the psychology of the quote-unquote balance. And the reason I say that is you, there, there might not be a balance when it comes to food for you as far as what you should be able to have and enjoy. What I found is I love pizza. Um, in fact, my favorite pizza place is actually Emo's, which I know people are like 50-50 on. Some people love them, some people hate them. I love Emo's, but it makes me violently ill. I mean, there is no... There is no eating it without vomiting for me anymore. I actually get physically ill. I've tried twice um, in the past year, and it just doesn't work. But check that psychology out. I've still tried twice in the past year. Um, but what I have found is I can eat Pizza Hut and not feel bad. It doesn't make me feel sick. I don't gain a lot of weight. I do puff a little bit. I retain a little bit of water, maybe have a little lethargy afterwards. But then by the next day, I'm okay. So when I consider having something that would be considered poisonous ingredients for a lot of people, I have to consider what actually works, not just for curbing my cravings or my appetite, but what keeps me healthy. Now, if that was putting weight on me, or that was actually making me sick, like the Emos does, or the next day I found myself not feeling okay, I would really have to ask myself, what is the balance I'm looking for? Right. What is this moderation actually doing for me? Is it really satisfying something that I need satisfied to call balance? I believe in balance. I think that having a life balance is phenomenal. I think that work-life balance is a great concept. I think that food balance is a great concept. But what what's the balance? Like, What are you balancing? What you want to eat versus what you should eat? And is what you want to eat actually doing anything for you? Because if the only thing you're getting out of the balance is it tastes good and everything else you're getting out of it is stomach pains, uh, depression, anxiety, feeling tired, your brain going crazy, not wanting to go to work, that doesn't really actually sound like balance to me. That sounds really imbalanced. It's not a balance for health. Right. So you may be someone who has to accept, you know, Debbie doesn't get to have Pizza Hut. That, that doesn't work for her. And uh, another thing is I lost 100 pounds. And if Debbie could have, if she would have told me I could have Pizza Hut once a week during that journey, which she did not do, I wouldn't have lost 100 pounds. So you have to understand that if she would have gave that to me, I would have had pizza more than once a week. Because I'm a food addict. And that's something a lot of people aren't willing to admit. Just like people don't want to admit they're a drug addict or an alcoholic or you name it. I'm a food addict. I like food. You don't get 100 pounds overweight because you don't like to consume things that you shouldn't consume. So what I'm here to tell you is if she would have gave me a little bit, if she would have gave me an inch on what I was allowed to consume, I would have taken a mile. So she didn't. And then when I faltered and brought something in that I shouldn't, it had meaning and I felt it and I recognized it rather than, oh, it's okay. You know, we'll get it next time. There wouldn't have been a next time. I would have fallen off. But I accomplished my weight loss. And now my balance is finding what actually keeps me healthy without making me go off the rails. Right. That's what balance is for me. I, was, I wrote some thoughts down. And one of the thoughts that I wrote down was balance should be about health. 
So right. people seek balance to have garbage, but what they really right. should be balancing is trying to figure out how healthy can I get? Right. How can I balance my life in such a way that I can be as healthy as possible? How good can I truly feel? What can I do every day to feel my best? Not what can I do to be able to bring toxins in once we a week? Were, we were just talking about this this morning in my back and shoulders class. I don't know if Greg's watching or not. I cannot read that. Um, but if Greg is watching, uh, we were discussing how close I am to having abs right now. Um, it's probably the closest I've been in, I don't even know, a long time. And it's actually attributed to jujitsu. I do it three times a week now, and I know that it is putting me closer to a caloric deficit than I've been in a long time. And I'm not adding, I haven't changed my food. I haven't added any other form of cardio in. But what I said was, you know, I'm kind of at a point where I'm not necessarily looking forward to my cheat day right now. And when I have a cheat day, like John cheat day and the Rock Johnson cheat days are very close. Like if I can get to 10,000 calories, that's a good day for me. Um, I haven't been like needing that mentally or craving that mentally. So I kind of stopped recently and asked myself, like, what am I actually doing that for? Well, the reason that I'm doing it is because I do like the concept of an overfeed day, and we won't get into the, the science behind that and what I use that for in powerlifting, but I do like the overfeed. So that is an actual health balance of the, the food for me, but what I'm consuming isn't necessarily balanced towards that. So what I said this morning, just in general conversation was, I wonder if I were to just cut that day down, like either cut the day out or perhaps like Debbie said earlier, just make the quote unquote off meals to cheats be a little more healthy, which I could easily do. What would my stomach look like? Would I lose the rest of this, this fat that I have on me? And realistically, if I did, it's not weight that my body healthily should probably be carrying. And so I just find it interesting that you wrote that because that kind of tells me maybe I should. You know, let's pull this food out for a little bit and see how I feel. Maybe I do feel better. Maybe I've been walking around deluding myself saying I feel fine having Pizza Hut. You know, but my point is the balance should be shifted towards that. It should be shifted towards the health. If you find yourself thinking, man, I, I mean, I'm good with being healthy, but if I don't get to have, a, 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 I don't know, a candy bar soon, I'm going to crack. Well, what are you looking for? I think that's just a false reality that someone's creating in their mind. They've, right. they've told themselves that so many times that that's the only thing that they're capable of accepting for themselves. Right. I deserve to have a candy bar. No, you deserve to feel good. Right. And food can either be medicine or it can be poison. And if you're continually poisoning yourself because you believe that once a week you deserve to poison yourself, then you're going to stay poisoned. Right. And you're legitimately going to end up creating a disease because of it. And right. maybe it doesn't happen in your 30s. Maybe it doesn't happen in your 40s. But it's going to come. And, and, and why? Because there's better ways to go around it. Instead of having the candy bar, there's something else that you could do. I mean, Hire a professional to try to guide you through the process to try to teach you how to cook to try to teach you how to shop and what to buy for and what to order on the internet that would be better another one of the thoughts that i wrote down was balance doesn't mean accepting poison it means having a balanced blood sugar right. a balanced brain better digestion proper blood flow and control over toxicity in your body not having to do a detox every Monday. Every time I look at Facebook, somebody's always saying, Starting the juice what's detox. Your, what's your favorite detox? Looking for recommendations. Just stay detox. And I literally never comment on people's Facebook posts. And then out of nowhere, it'll be 4 o'clock in the morning or it'll be 8 o'clock at night. I'll be like, go get my little article on autophagy. And I copy the little link and I go to some person that I've never spoken to in my life. And I type in the comment, autophagy fasting fasting is your best way to detoxify right. don't eat for a day because you spent the whole day before eating a bunch of garbage let your body naturally detox right. but what the way we should look at balance and the way we should want balance is so it's so ate up nowadays the way right. people think and it's really just become such a common thought when it comes to alcohol and when it comes to sugar Balance. I gotta have balance. Balance for what? Balance for ethanol who, in your well, body. And who determines what balance is? I mean, well, where's the guide on? There's. That? It's. It's. It's a. It's a man-made decision. Right. And so 
with that being said, I truly feel, and I wrote this note down too, why do we feel bad? Why do we feel bad when we eat certain foods? Why don't we feel bad when we eat certain foods? Why do some people feel bad when they eat sugar sure. in terms of like mentally, why does it make them feel guilty where other people don't feel guilty from that? Although deep down, I think that they do because gluttony is a sin just as much as murder is. And so I truly believe that deep down when people overconsume on alcohol and they overconsume on garbage, they truly sincerely deep down do feel guilt from it because they know what it's going to do to them. They know how it's going to make them feel, but they don't they don't acknowledge it as a reality. Why is there some guilt, you know, for some foods and not for others? Well, I mean, food in general is accepted. So, like, murder isn't actually accepted anywhere. Right. So that's a large part of it is you have this, like, obscene acceptance, almost uh, peer pressure into food that doesn't exist anywhere else. I mean, if if people told a coke addict to do cocaine the same way they tell a food addict to eat or they tell an alcoholic to drink. Right. It would be unheard of. They would be shamed. Like, oh my gosh, you told that guy to go do cocaine? Right. But as a recovered alcoholic, I get told all the time, you don't drink at all? I mean, what do you mean you don't drink? Well, you can't have like, so, and then they test it. Well, what if you just went out and had like one beer? Well, what do you got to know for? Like, what's the point? You know, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, I I, I like that real quick. I want to add our pastor, Pastor Jeff, um, he was saved from the ocean at one point. He, he got into a really bad boat accident and was floating out at sea. And he said that he never thanks God for floating at sea. Like he never goes, Jesus, thank you so much for making me float at sea and be found. But what he does thank him for is being found and getting something out of the situation. What was meant for harm was turned around and used for good. And that's how I feel about me being a pill addict and an alcoholic. Because what I'm here to tell you is as a pill addict, pain pills and antidepressants, and as an alcoholic, food has been the hardest thing for me to give up. Sugar, Skittles, pure, raw, chemically enhanced candy. It is hands down the toughest thing I've ever had to break and the only thing I've yet to break. I've given up pills. I've given up drinking. I don't do it. But every time I drive past a quick trip, just stop in and get some sweet tarts, John. It's no big deal. Just get those. But you want to see me lose my mind? Give me some sweet tarts or Skittles. It affects my brain. It's not okay for me. It might be for you. But that's, that is not a balance that I should even consider. Right. I just feel like there's a lack of conviction in um, being responsible, you know, and and that there's just really no desire to try to hold yourself to a different level and and to do the same for your family. Um, It's actually looked down upon to be that strict with your food. And there's actually doctors that kind of come off, you know, as if that's, you know, really not necessarily a positive. But I just feel like society in general is lacking in, in, in conviction. And so it's real easy to be very gluttonous about our food and to say, you know, I need to be allowed to have this or I'm not going to be able to do that diet. Or, you know, if I can't have the balance where I can have a little bit of sugar or I can have a little bit of this, then I... I'm going to end up uh, having some type of eating disorder from that. You know, the actual disorder is not the eating. The disorder is that your mind is so wrapped around food and you can't get it unwrapped. And you've got to work with someone to figure out what's the block, what makes you go to food instead of to the Bible, instead of to prayer, instead of to a pastor, instead of to push-ups, instead of to the gym to work out. Like what is making you use, right? What's making you use food as your escape? You know, so you can't look at, well, that that restriction and that hyper-restriction is right. causing me an eating disorder. No, there's something emotionally causing the eating it, disorder. If you're watching this and you're the kind of person like myself, and just hear me out, that says you've had a really bad day, things have gone really wrong, and you deserve a glass of red wine or a drink, or things have gone really bad and you deserve something delicious to eat, 
and you're also the person that says, I've had a really great day, I just got a promotion at work, I deserve a glass of red wine to celebrate, or I deserve a drink, or I had a really great day and got a promotion and I deserve a special meal, you have a problem. If you are both of those people, it's something that you probably shouldn't try to unwind on your own. It's not about weight anymore. It's not about losing some pounds. It's not It's not about trying to maybe change your shape a little bit. You're dealing with a legitimate addiction. And it's something that has to be broken and a lot of times requires assistance. And it's okay to admit that. And then there's just the, um, I mean, first of all, you're the only one that can make the exceptions for yourself. So you can hire a coach um, like myself and right. I can try to guide you it's through what the process. I re- it's what I required. You know, or, you know, it, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I can only guide John. I cannot make him make the decision. Side note that might actually make her strike me right now. But at one point in time in our relationship, she told me she was going to check out as my nutrition coach because she decided that she could either be my nutrition coach or my significant other and not both (laughs) because I was getting pissed. Um, I went through a stage where I wanted to eat what I wanted to eat. I had lost my weight. I should, I deserve this balance. And she'd kind of be like, well, and here's the thing. She was right, but I would get mad at her because I believed that I deserved this balance to have these Skittles. I deserved that. I believe that I deserved to have a drink. But the reality is she didn't care if I ate the Skittles or had the drink and put some of the weight back on. That's not what she cared about. She cared about knowing that I was making myself unhealthy and that the next day I was going to be depressed. And the day after that, I was going to have anxiety. That's what she cared about. She was looking out for my health. Right. And and then he wouldn't feel like spending time, you know, doing anything. He right. wouldn't want to go and work out. He wouldn't want to go to work. He, you know, didn't have the energy to do anything. He He wasn't himself. And if I didn't love him, then I wouldn't care. You know, I would just say, sure, continually poison yourself. So I have to make those decisions on my own. But honestly, it doesn't mean that you have to do it on your own. I make the final decision, but surround yourself with like-minded individuals because it's really hard to make the decision to be healthy if the only people you talk to and spend time with are unhealthy. If you're already in a mindset where you're struggling and everyone around you is telling you it's okay, it's going to be okay. But if you get around, yes, if you get around people like us and you get around someone like Debbie Portell or you get around another nutrition coach, I'm not even saying it has to be us. Get around people who want to see you at your healthiest so that when they talk to you, they're talking about your health, not talking to you about the fact that you deserve to have some pizza like your buddy might tell you. Nothing wrong with having those people as buddies, but if you know you're not feeling well, if you're watching this or you're listening to this because you're at a point where you know something needs to change, it ain't going to change just hanging out with the same people and listening to the same stuff and eating the same thing. You know, and and when you see a coach or a trainer um, talk to you about how food should not be demonized and that no one should ever feel guilty from eating food, I, I will invite them to my podcast any day of the week. Because I'll come against that all day long. Um, there are foods that should be demonized. That MSG that is in that cream of mushroom soup should not even be allowed to be legal in the United States. Do you know that there are countries where it's illegal? The MSG is illegal. I just want to I want to read a quick thing for you guys just to understand. I read this to my group nutrition this weekend. This is an article about foods that can cause brain fog. One of the foods is salad dressings and pre-cooked meats. If your lunch salads get a good dose of dressing, dressing, it may be one of the causes of your brain fog. The food additive, MSG, monosodium glutamate, used as a taste enhancer and flavoring agent, is hidden in almost all processed foods, ranging from bottled salad dressing, soups, and canned goods to many restaurant meals. People can experience physical symptoms when eating the the foods that contain MSG that can last a few hours to days, and the most common of these is brain fog. Here's how it works. Free glutamic glutamic acid is the active component of MSG and is converted to glutamate in the body. Glutamate is a neurotransmitter or simply a chemical messenger that transmits signals between neurons in the brain. However, too much glutamate is toxic to the brain as it triggers an excitotoxic state that leads to cell death. 
MSG leads to cell death. We're getting stem cell treatments, glutathione injections, we're taking CoQ10, we're doing all this stuff for our mitochondrial energy, but we want balance with our food so we can take in foods that are contributing to cell death. And it kills other powerful antioxidants that are needed to scavenge free radicals in the body. So we're not even able to, to be able to keep our, our body uh, our immune system healthy because we're taking in products with MSG. And let me tell you, I'm going to demonize that food. Right. I'll demonize and, it all the way to Congress. And I wanna, it shouldn't be allowed. I just want to say, you know, in that article, it says something about uh, a certain amount, like once it hits a certain amount that it becomes an issue and creates that, you know, I'm sure that amount is probably labeled somewhere, but I'm sure that amount is relative. So what I want to say is just because you see someone else that can eat Doritos, have a six pack and tell you they feel amazing, doesn't mean you can. Okay, that's great that they're a tank, they're iron, they can eat, their body breaks it down, they've got a phenomenal system that can recover all of that. But you know how you feel. You, you know when you eat something and your stomach bothers you. You know when you're in a brain fog. And you can pretend it's not the food. You can say that the, the air just changed and the weather did this. And that does actually come into play. That has an effect. But if you're eating the same thing and the same thing's happening every time, there's a pretty good chance that that's probably the cause. And just because your buddy at the gym who lifts twice as much as you, looks twice as good as you do, and tells you it's okay, says it's okay, that doesn't mean it is for you. You really have to listen to your body. And this is science. And there's, there's a reason why if someone is demonizing food, they probably have a passion behind it. Right. There's probably a backdrop to it. Right. I'd love like, to tell you sweet tarts should be okay. I mean, there was a time I argued that. I we, We've had this conversation, right? Where I've told you I think it's okay if I only have it once a month. No, it's not. Yeah. It's bad every time. He doesn't but feel I, good. But I, I will try, you know, and I'll get enough time in my head, enough time passes, and I'm like, oh, well, it'll probably be okay to do now. It's not. Yeah, the one other one I want to include was aspartame. And there's aspartame in gum, there's aspartame in drinks, there's aspartame in bars, uh, definitely aspartame in candies that you're having. One of the things, and I'll try to summarize it briefly, um, was that um, is that aspartame, when it's ingested, it breaks down into three different compounds, asparagic acid, phenylalanine, and methanol. When consumed and isolated in large amounts, as in aspartame, they are then able to cross the blood-brain barrier, excite the brain cells, and trigger their death. So we're talking about brain cells, and they trigger the cell's death. So it, it even, even worse, methanol further breaks down to formaldehydes, which are neurotoxic and carcinogenic. So... Come on, people, you personal trainers out there that are more worried about talking about uh, 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 food, like being, uh, you know, not trying to demonize a food. You're the leaders of the industry. You're the ones that should be demonizing the food because the people that don't do this for a living, they don't know that they can't have that gum. They don't know that it causes cell death. Right. They have no idea. And my question is, do you? Do you even know as a personal trainer? Do you even know as a supplement company that you're selling these products with these ingredients? Do you even have a clue of what it does to people when you tell them they should have balance with those foods? Because I got an impression that you don't. Because I can't imagine as a personal trainer or a coach, you would literally suggest a food that would cause cellular death to someone or brain cell death. What kind of a trainer or coach or nutrition person or doctor would you be? I think people are not doing their homework and they want to be able to eat those foods and therefore they don't want those foods to be demonized. I don't believe in it and I'll demonize them for the rest of my life to try to get people away from them. Well, I get told because of how I look that it'd be okay for me to have stuff like this. I mean, I do. People want to look at me. It's funny. People look at me and talk about the amount of testosterone in the room. People look at me and talk about, oh, you probably get to eat whatever you want and you, you stay in good shape because you lift so heavy and things like this. I'm a prime example of someone who can't have that. I'm a prime example of some who someone who can't have the candy because it crosses the blood-brain barrier. I've had 10 concussions. When you've had concussions or you've had brain damage, you really need to hold on to what you have left in your brain. Right. So when you see me consume something like that and you watch me have 
a a reaction from the chemical imbalance that actually changes my mind and my attitude and the way I act, my behavior changes. You can't argue that something didn't happen there. Right. It's watchable. Right. It's detailable. Okay, so if you're giving someone something because they're asking you for it and you think that's the only way to make them be okay with how hard they have to work out or with how many times a week you're asking them to do something, you got to rethink that because you might actually be helping them lose some weight. They may be dropping pounds, but you could be creating a, a brain problem for them. You know, you could be creating something that in six months when they're down 50 pounds, all of a sudden they're bipolar or acting or imitating bipolar. I hate to give a label. Or but attention deficit. They're doing they're anxiety, doing these things and depression. now they're going to their doctor to get medicated because something's going on when the reality is they just shouldn't have been having that in the first place. I I wrote this down at church today. There's power in health and there's freedom and discipline. There's power in health. When you're healthy, you can take on anything. When you're sluggish and you have a headache and you have a stomach ache and your bones hurt, you walk around frumpy and slumpy all day long. I don't. I take on my bed when and I'm like you that. And you, you don't live life the way you should. You're not good in your relationships. You're not good at your job. You know, you're not doing all that God's called you to do. You know, so there's power in health and there's freedom for you in discipline. Um, stay empowered to fight. Stay empowered to fight for health. Stay empowered to create the balance that I suggested. I want to repeat that to you. Balance does not mean um, bringing in poison on a weekly right. basis because poison in moderation is still poison. And there's a way to make something healthy that still tastes great. I guarantee it. Balance should mean a balanced brain, balanced blood sugar, better digestion, proper blood flow, and control over toxins. You're the only one that can make these exceptions. If you still continue to feel good, bad, and you don't know what to do to straighten it out, hire a professional, get some accountability, get some coaches. If your coach is on Facebook and they're wasted every weekend and they're showing you plates full of garbage food, don't go to that coach. That's not the coach you need to go to. You need to go to someone that walks it out and someone that's willing to stand for it. People are too willing to make exceptions. Right. They're not willing to stand up for the health of their family. They're not willing to stand up for the health of themselves. Even my uh, people that work for us, they know what I believe in. There is not a trainer in this gym. that, that If they were eating something bad, they wouldn't eat it in here. They wouldn't post it because they believe in the integrity that is on our sign and they know what we stand for and they know what we believe in. And and it's not because we want to demonize the right. concept it's, it's of about, enjoying It's something. not about shaming. It's about legitimately making people healthy when they don't know what they're doing is killing them. Understanding those two simple things I just explained, the MSG and the aspartame. When I just broke down to you what that does to your body, if you were me and you were paid to do what I would do, shame on you that you don't shame that food. Shame on more people for not shaming these foods, for feeding something to a child when it causes brain, brain cell death, when it causes cellular death, why would you not care about that? You're the one responsible for that child. Shame on the schools for not taking a stronger step. So I am really fired up about that. And I believe uh, that there should be more food shaming, more food shaming. But please, I pray for you. I pray that you will make a connection with God on this, that you will get down on your knees and you will say, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. God, I honor you with the choices that I make for my body. Show me, give me direction, give me the self-control, show me someone that can teach me the discipline, help me to make the right choices. And when I make a bad one, I'll get back on track the next day. Yeah. It doesn't have to ruin everything. It's not about everything. beating yourself up and then turning it into a weekend. You know, if you fail on Friday, you don't wait till Monday. Right. And don't see it as a failure. See it as a hiccup. It's a journey. Yes. You're going to trip over your own feet. Right. You know, you just have to understand that the next meal can be okay. Absolutely. There's two things. Um, to get started on something healthy, your preparation is usually going to be your number one excuse. 
I don't have time. I can't get my food prepared. I can't even get to the grocery store. John and I have a really hard time getting to the grocery store. We That's just spent, why we were late today. We just spent an hour, you know, going through a grocery store before we got here. But we do it. Now, would John rather be playing a video game than going oh. to the grocery store with me? Would I rather be reading an article instead of going to the grocery store? Absolutely. But we will be nothing next week if we don't go to the grocery store and get that food. Right. Preparation is one of the biggest ways that a person fails. Pure Plates takes care of it for you. Organic foods, gluten-free foods, dairy-free foods, soy-free foods, none of the MSG, none of the canola oils, the peanut oils, the soybean oils are in these foods. Yes, you might be going to a pre-prepared meal company, but look at your ingredients. I've had plenty of clients say, oh yeah, I go to this place, they bring it in, it has canola oil in it, it has soybean oil in it. They're using artificial sweeteners they shouldn't be using. That's not what Pure Plates does. These people run their business off a of passion the way we do. That's why we believe in them. That's why we suggest it. If food prep is one of your hardest parts of getting over the hump, take a look at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They have a location in Chesterfield and a location out there by the Magic House in, Kirk, in Kirkwood. They also deliver to our location out here in O'Fallon on Tuesdays and Fridays, and they will deliver it to your house. For more information on Pure Plates, you can call them at 636-778-3555. Again, it's pureplatesstl.com. One of the ways that after someone meets with me on nutrition and then they meet with John on training and we're starting to make the inside of their body less acidic and we're starting to make their structure less acidic, then they start to feel great. But there's humps that still need to be gotten over. Maybe we need to make sure that their uh, hormones are in balance. Maybe we need to make sure that, that their thyroid's kind of operating the way it should. Maybe we need to make sure that, you know, really they're not damaged or too damaged on the inside, like John dealing with some of the concussions and things like that. We work with Dr. Richard Bly. John has done NAD treatments for his brain issues. I've done stem cell treatments, uh, glutathione injections for my immune condition. Look for a doctor that takes a proactive approach at medicine, not just someone that says, Here's your prescription, you're out the door. There are times when we are going to need medicine, but there's also times when we need a doctor that's looking ahead at the possibilities of anything that could be coming and starting to work on it before it actually starts. Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H-M-D.com. Dr. Bly has been our doctor for many years, my doctor for over 10 years, and I've been referring people to him ever since. I cannot recommend Dr. Bly in his office enough. The stem cell treatments have sincerely changed my life but he's also just our primary care physician he has worked with me with my Hashimoto's he has also worked with with us in balancing our hormones so many different things even when we just have a sinus infection Dr. Bly takes care of it again it's drblymd.com 314-994-1536 and then there's a final thing that I read to my nutrition group yesterday I'm going to have John read it just because of um, my concussion, I struggle to read, you know, up and down my eyes travel a lot, but there's a couple parts of this that I just want to talk about um, when we finish. And I just want to close with it because I want to try to inspire and motivate you, um, but also just try to create a pattern of discipline instead of just being a cheerleader for you. So I hope that this will help you. This is from Jocko Willink. We're a special pair here. You can't read it out loud and I have to close my left eye to read it. So I'm not winking at you guys. Am I reading this one? Yes, both pages. All right. Application discipline. Discipline starts with waking up early. It really does. But that is just the beginning. You absolutely have to apply it to the things beyond waking up early. It is working out every day, making yourself stronger and faster and more flexible and healthier. It is eating the right foods to fuel your system correctly. It is disciplining your emotions so you can make good decisions. It is about having the discipline to control your ego so it doesn't get out of hand and control you. It is about treating people the way you want to be treated. It is about doing the tasks you don't want to do but you know will help you. Discipline is about facing your fears so you can conquer them. Discipline means taking the hard road, the uphill road, to do what is right for you and for others. So often the easy path calls us to be weak for that moment, to break down another time, to give in to desire and short-term gratification. Discipline will not allow that. Discipline calls for strength and fortitude and will. 
It won't accept weakness. It won't tolerate a breakdown in will. Discipline can seem like your worst enemy, but in reality, it is your best friend. It will take care of you like nothing else can. And it will put you on the path to strength and health and intelligence and happiness. And most importantly, discipline will put you on the path to freedom. This is Jocko Willink. And the thing I like about him is that here's a guy that, you know, basically went through the uh, Navy SEALs. He was, you know, in control of many people um, and has, has, has seen many people die. Very successful in his mm. life and in his business. But the first thing he starts with is you have to eat clean. It was the first thing he started with, with discipline. Now, this guy looks great. He's got a great shape. You know, you'd like to think, ah, he could probably eat anything he wants, right? No, he talks about getting up early, working hard, and eating clean. He makes clean eating a priority, and he talks about that all the time. If you have any of his books, this is the Discipline Equals Freedom book. If you have any of his books, he talks about eating clean. He has podcasts regularly where he talks about eating clean. Most successful people are dialed into this. They've, de they've determined this is a key part of the puzzle. Um, companies are starting to dial into it. But the reality is, is that it, it, he says discipline means taking the hard road. It means the uphill road to do what is right for you and for others. John has to do what's right for me and Sophie. So when he thinks about stopping by the gas station and getting the sweet tarts and getting the Skittles, he has to think about the impact that's going to have on Sophie and I. That's right. The mood that he might be in when he comes home. The fact that he's not going to feel good to do anything around the house, around the gym, uh, with Sophie. He has to think about that. Not, do, not only does, how, does it affect him, how does it affect us? How does what you're doing uh, affect your family, affect you at work? You've got to make those decisions. It's, it's not about balance of how many toxins can I take every week. It needs to be about balance of how I can keep my body balanced, how I can keep myself healthy. Whatever toxic food you like to eat, there's a formula. There's a way we can figure out how to make something healthier. Sophie'sProteinBakery.com. We make protein chocolate chip cookies, protein chocolate chip muffins, protein brownies. There's options. There's things out there. You know, you can go to a place like O'Fallon Nutrition. They have snacks. They have treats. They have ways. You could hire someone like me for a five-month nutrition program. I'll teach you. I'll give you cookbooks. I'll teach you how to cook and give you ideas. There is a way out of the situation that you're in. But at the end of the day, I don't believe in moderate amounts of poison. I believe moderate amounts of poison only continually poison you. And maybe they poison you at a slower pace, but they still poison you. And you should fight for change. Believe that God gave you the body that you have and that you, can, you should honor it in the choices that you make for it. And really fuel yourself the best way you possibly can. We tried to open your eyes to a couple things today, and I pray that it really blesses you. And you know what? If it makes you mad, and if, if it makes you kind of fired up, like, well, I don't need her telling me that I can't eat this, or I don't need her telling me this or that, think about that for a minute. Because really, it's probably conviction. That feeling of anger towards me or towards my thought process, it's probably in a little bit of internal conviction. And the Holy Spirit will prompt you for things like that. And if you listen to that conviction and you honor it, and you truly try to step forward and try to sacrifice and get away from that stuff, God will bless it every single time. And he'll take you further and further in your faith and in your walk with him. The clearer your mind gets, the vision will become so clear that he has for you and for your life. That's why I speak with passion. Right. That's why it comes through me the way it does. That's why it comes through my posts the way it, do, it does. It's because God gave me that message. I know and care and trust that every word that comes out of my mouth is coming from him and that he wants you to know that the poison is not making you better. It's not making you a better spouse. It's not making you a better parent and it's not making you better at your job. And it's especially not making you better at anything he has called for you. So when you hear this passion, if it ignites you and it kind of irritates you, Think about that. That irritation, you could turn that into something great. Try to fight for change. Like I told you, there's power in health and there's freedom and discipline. 
empower yourself to chase after that power for the health and feel amazing every single day who cares if you have to stand alone and do it who cares if your spouse doesn't do it who cares if your partners at work don't do it do it anyways stand alone and be in control of your health and of your life and feel the best you've ever felt that's all i got (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like debbie said uh you know, obviously I eat things that are probably not considered the healthiest for you, but I have found a method to make it not be raw poison every week. You know, it's going to be something that's going to be okay for my body. So not everybody's poison is everybody else's poison. So you have to determine what's poisoning you and get it out of your life. And I think, I think that's where people go wrong and start to think you're shaming them on their food is that's not what it's about. If it's not getting you towards your goal of health, then it is poison for you. And that's what you need to determine. And if it's an ingredient like MSG or aspartame, or I could go into several other ingredients like that, I don't care who you are, I don't care what you look like, you're bringing poison into your body. And that food deserves to be shamed. And honest to goodness, it shouldn't even be legal. And there should be someone that has the courage and the strength and the fortitude to stand up to our government to make it to where our kids are not eating this garbage and getting cancer by the time they're 18. And if I'm the only one that's going to sit around and talk about it this passionately, I don't care. Plan to hear from me when I'm 70 because it's not going to go away. I'm going to stay this passionate. And that passion is fueled by faith in knowing People's lives change when they start to rid themselves of this type of poison. I hope that all of this information helps you guys. For more information on a five-month nutrition program with us at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with us at our O'Fallon location or our Clayton, Missouri location, you can call us at 636-299-2208. Thank you all for listening. For, for another way for you to hear from us, you can always search for us on YouTube, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. God bless you.